Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Golden, and guess what? Guess what I'm doing? Guess what today's episode is? It's been so long. I think it's been like maybe two months. Two months, maybe? Since I did an episode for this series. I know, right? I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing back the What Is series. Oh, dude! If you guys don't know, a lot a, a lot of my episodes is uh is part of the What Is, what is series, and it's um well a lot of my episodes for the universe anime uh section of my podcast. Uh, it's it's the What Is series, and wh- what is the What Is series? Well, you know what? Wow, what is the What Is series? I can't believe I just said that. Well, just get past that. What it is, is what I pick an anime, right? That I know or that I don't know. And I'm going to go and talk about it. And some of the episodes that I know, I don't even look up or anything. I just go off based off of what I know and everything else. But there are some animes. And there are some animes that I don't know, right? So, what do I do? I look up articles and everything else. And uh, today's episode, the first episode in a long time, where I did a What Is series for an anime and not a game, is an anime that was released in 2018, I believe, in April? Hold on, let me let me check real quick. Because ah, I have an article up, right? And I looked up, I looked up, uh, newest animes, right? And I, I'm on an article that's, uh, that's titled Best Anime of 2018. So this is... This is an anime. Okay. Well, this anime, it it was... it I Well... Okay. I'm, I'm stuttering over my words, but... This anime is an old anime that was part of a manga series. And it was made... In 1985, and the anime I'm talking about right now is, is an anime called Banana Fish, right? I was looking this shit up, and this shit caught my eye. Out of all the animes that I was looking at, right? And I know there's hundreds of different animes, and only gave me some of the best, right? Or what they think it is. I don't know. They just gave me a couple, and Banana Fish caught my fucking eye, right? Also, swearing and spoilers ahead if you guys didn't know. I haven't even watched this anime, but I'm about to. I'm about to do it. So, make sure you guys grab the suit, grab the helmet, hop aboard the spaceship. If you guys enjoy the podcast and everything else, make sure you hit that applause. And by the end of the pot, and if, by the end of the podcast episode, right? And you and, and you enjoy the episode, and you enjoy all my other episodes. If you've been listening, make sure you hit that star. Make sure you hit that favorite. Um, and everything else, so I do appreciate it, grab the suit, the helmet, hop aboard the ship, strap in, sign that waiver, cause we about to go up, up, and up, to the universe, ooh, god damn, dude, I sound good, I sound good, ooh, but anyways, right, anyways, let's get into it, so what is Banana Fish, well, I got my trusty little article up here, and, uh, well, there's like a little thing right here. And it says, for the Pacific Ocean fish known in Japan as the banana fish. 
Wow. Okay. Well, what is Banana Fish? Well, I got my trusty article up here, and because I know nothing about this anime, so I need to look up some shit. Banana Fish is a Japanese manga series written and illustrated by Akimi Yoshida, serialized in shoujo comic from 1985 to 1994, and adapted into an anime television series in July of 2018, July 6th to be exact. The series follows Ash Lynx, a teenage gang leader in New York City. It takes its name from the J.D. Salinger's short story, A Perfect Day for Banana Fish. Ooh. So this is basically, it's a crime thriller. It's a crime thriller anime. Ooh, I'm, I'm down, I'm down. So, uh, God, doing my controller. So it is written by Akimi Yoshida. It's published by Shoga Kukan. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to butcher some of these names, okay? I'm sorry. Already a warning right here. The English producer is, um, I think it's North American Viz Media. Demographic Shoujo. And, ooh, Magazine. Basatsu Shoujo Comic. The English magazine for it's no, I think it's North America again. Pulp An America Extra. Ew, dude. An America? That's disgusting, dude. Get the fuck out of here. The original run was from May 1985 to April 1994. I believe that's the Shoujo comic. And there's 19 volumes in that manga. 19 volumes. The anime television series is directed by Hiroko Utsumi. It's written by Hiroshi Seku. The music that you will hear in the anime is by Shinichi Asawa. Oh my god, dude. I apologize. I really do. Licensed by Amazon Video. Original Network. Fuji TV. Original run. July 5th, 2018 to present. Episode 24. Alright. Ooh, 24 episodes already? Alright, so let's get into the plot, right? Okay, so the so I'm just gonna read. I'm not, I'm not gonna read this whole fucking article. We're gonna be here forever. So, the plot. The main story of Banana Fish consists of six parts, published across 19 volumes. Prologue, Volume 1, The Mystery of Banana Fish, Volumes 1-6, through six. Ash's Counterattack, Volumes 7-11, through 11. The Return of Golzine, Volumes 12-14, through 14. The Final Battle, the Final Battle, Volumes 15 through 18, and Epilogue, Volumes 18 through 19. So, I believe, now, what I read from this article, Banana Fish is a drug, I believe. So, I'm going to read Part 1, Prologue, okay? I'm going to read, I'm going I'm I'm to skim through some of these parts, okay? So, <coughs> keep it going. I'm going to skim through some of these parts. So we can get an idea of what the anime is about, right? Uh, if I see something that's like, I'm not going to read nothing big because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. So I'm just going to read some of the, like, the non-big stuff. Just so you can get an idea. I'm not going to read no big ass, I'm not going to read no big ass spoilers for you because what's the point? I said, okay, part one prologue. During the Vietnam War in 1973, American soldier Griffin... Callan Reese fires on his own squadron in a dazed frenzy. He is subdued when Max Glenn Reed, a friend and fellow soldier, shoots him in the legs. As Griffin collapses, he speaks the words, Banana Fish. Oh shit, dude. So this motherfucker just, he just goes, he just looks at his squad. It's just like, you know what, dude? These guys are the enemy and I'm going to kill them. God damn, dude. His friend shoots him in the legs. Part 2, The Mystery of Banana Fish. Twelve years later, Griffin, now severely mentally handicapped, is cared for by his younger brother, Ash, the leader of a gang of street kids in New York City. One night, Ash encounters a mortally wounded man who gives him a vial of an unknown substance and an address in California. The man utters the words, Banana Fish, before dying. 
Damn, dude. This guy. This guy named Ash. Poor Ash, dude. Fucking, he runs a gang of street kids in New York City, right? He's already a bad guy. I mean, well, he could be he could be the leader of a gang, and they could be doing some good in their eyes, but he, he could just be a total fucking douchebag. You never fucking know. Uh, but, yeah, he finds out about banana fish from a guy who gives him a vial, like a little fucking glass container, and literally dies after saying banana fish. Like, come on, dude. Ash begins to investigate banana fish, though he is impeded by Dino Gozan, a Corsican mob boss who had groomed Ash as a sex slave and heir to his criminal empire. Wow, dude. This guy. And so Ash was apparently a sex slave. God damn, dude. That must have been a bad time. In the course of his investigation, Ash acquires several allies. Iiji Ukumaru and Shunichi Iba, who have traveled from Japan to report on street gangs. Shota Wanga, gang leader who controls Chinatown, and Max Glenried, who Ash encounters in prison while detained on a false murder charge. When Griffin is shot. No. That's a spoiler. Whew, I'm so glad I didn't read the rest of that. Okay. Well, basically, in part two, Ash finds out about Banana Fish, and then slowly, you start to meet the people who he's going to be traveling with. He was a sex slave, he was in prison on false murder charges, and everything else, and then he goes, and he goes to California to where his address is, and a bunch of stuff happens, and... They find out what Banana Fish is about. Apparently, a doctor tells them that Banana Fish is an untraceable drug that brainwashes its users. And is apparently going to be, is and is apparently being, trying to be sold by a person that I'm not going to name to the United States government, which seeks to use it to overthrow communism in South America. Wow, okay, that's a big spoiler. I'm not going to do that. So a lot of shit happens in part two. Um, and in part three, a lot of shit happens. Uh, Wow, dude. Oh, my God. So, basically what Banana Fish is, it's a drug that brainwashes people. And Ash and his friends uh, encounters a guy named Goldzine. And he fucking, he's trying to sell the drug to the United States government. I don't think that's a big spoiler. Uh, so, basically, what this is, is Ash links and his people trying to like destroy the drug or destroy what Goldstein is trying to do and a lot of shit happens and I'm skimming through these articles like I I can read pretty fast and I'm actually reading this shit and it's actually sounds pretty epic it sounds pretty good I actually want to watch this shit oh my god dude okay so 
Ashlings and his people just try are trying to destroy Banana Fish and take down Golzine or Golzine and his organization and everything else. And they go through a ton of bad shit. And it's just crazy. So Banana Fish sounds like a pretty epic anime. I actually want to watch this shit. So we're gonna get to we're gonna get into some of the main characters because I read you guys the prologue and basically the second one and what they're trying to do and basically what they're trying to do is find out more about Banana Fish, why it exists, and and if and they're trying to take it down and Goldstein and his organization and they go through a lot of bad shit. So main characters, Ash Links. It, Apparently, the alias... Uh, I'm going to read these. I'm going to read these. All right, I'm, there's two main characters, and, and then there's affiliates. I'm going to read some of the names, but I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the names of the main characters, and I'm going to read their descriptions, because there's only two. And then... I'm going to read off the affiliates' names, and probably some of the more important affiliates and people in the story. So, the main characters in the anime is Ashlings, the alias of Asian Jade Calories. A 17-year-old gang, leader of a gang of teenagers in New York City, formerly a sex slave, enforcer, and heir to the criminal empire of Dino Gozine, Ash joined the mob at the age of 7 after running away from his home in Cape Cod. Ash breaks from Gozine to solve the mystery of banana fish, which drove his brother to insanity in Vietnam. Ash commands extraordinary intellect, charisma, and tactical foresight, in addition to being an expert marksman and knife fighter. His physical appearance is based on St- Stefan Edberg and... As the series progresses, River Phoenix. And then there's Eji or E or E.G. Okumura. No, Okumura. What I don't know how to pronounce it. I am so sorry. And he uh is yeah. He is a 19-year-old Japanese college student and former competitive pole vaulter. E.G. was forced into early retirement due to injury and now works as E um eBay's assistant. He travels to New York to com- to complete a report on street gangs, where he becomes a close confidant to Ash. E.G. is kind and gentle, though frequently stubborn and naive. Ash's deep love for E.G. is frequently exploited by his enemies, who co- who correctly um initiate that. At, um, I don't. Oh my God, dude, I'm fucking up these words. Uh, the Ash's willingness to sacrifice himself to protect E.G. is his sole weakness. E.G. appearance is based on the actor. Hironobu Nomura. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, my God. I'm fucking these up. I am so sorry. Um. Uh, should I read about this one? Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to read it. There's, um, I'm going to read off some of these affiliates and, and more important, like, side characters. And then we're going to get into, like, the main enemies. So there's Max Lobo, uh, the alias of Max Glenreed, a Vietnam War veteran, freelance journal, and former New York City Police Department officer. He was deployed in the same platoon as Ash's older brother, Griffin. Ash initially blames Max for his brother's mental illness, though he later becomes one of Ash's closest confidants in his investigation of banana fish. So, oh, and basically his, uh, and apparently his physical appearance is based on Harrison Ford, so... Okay, so what? So Max Lobo fought in the Vietnam War and was in the same platoon as Ash's older brother Griffin, and he becomes close 
with Ash and his investigation of Banana Fish because you gotta you gotta realize Max Lobo saw Griffin go insane in Vietnam and he doesn't know why he doesn't know why Max Griffin went freaking insane and shit so he wants so and Ash and Ash has a lead on that so of course Max is gonna be in on getting getting down to the bottom getting to the bottom of Banana Fish and then there's Griffin Calendaries. Ash's older brother, a veteran of the Vietnam War, Griffin became severely mentally handicapped after being used as a test subject for banana fish. That's a spoiler. I'm not even going to read that. Um. Ooh, okay. So, there's this guy. Oh, no. Yeah. Apparently, this is the guy. Uh, Alexis Dawson, a pathologist at the University of California. As a student, he and his brother Abraham accidentally created banana fish while attempting while attempting to synthesize LSD. So these guys were trying to make like synthesized versions of LSD, and they created banana fish, an untraceable drug that brainwashes people. Wow! Congratulations, Dawson. And then there's a person called Jessica Randy. She's a journalist and is Max, Max's ex-wife. Jessica takes Ash's group in during the investigation of Banana Fish and later joins the group for the final battle. And she and Max reconcile the relationship. Alright, here we go. The Corsican... Corsican Mafia? Jesus, dude. This is bad. I'm fucking up words like crazy, dude. So... That, alright, so the main person you really need to know is Papa Dino Golzin. He's the kingpin in Union Course who aims to expand his power by selling banana fish to the United States government. Ash's former patron and later adopted father, he has groomed Ash since he was a child to be a sex slave and heir to his company. Wow, dude. Okay, so you adopted Ash, but then you want him to be your sex slave. You're fucking gross, dude. Jesus, you need to die. That's absolutely disgusting, dude. Wow, dude. How you gonna adopt somebody and make him your sex slave? That's actually fucking disgusting. Oh, Blow up. Alright. So there's people who were who were part of Ash's gang that joined. Um Abraham Dawson, the younger brother of Alexis Dawson, and he helped Alexis create Banana Fish, who defied his brother's wishes to destroy Banana Fish and continues to develop and weaponize the drug for the Corsican Mafia and to his adulthood. As a doctor during the Vietnam War, he tested banana fish on unknowing soldiers, including Griffin. So this guy Abraham Dawson helped create Banana Fish, and his brother Alexis Dawson wanted to destroy the drug. They were like, he was like, no, fuck that. That drug is dangerous. We need to get rid of it. And Abraham Dawson was like, fuck you, dude. And he weaponized the drug and used it on soldiers without them knowing, including Griffin. When he was a doctor, and dude, you're fucked up, Abraham Dawson. Wow, dude. And then there's this person, Mannerheim, the director of a federal mental health facility secretly funded by the Union Corps who experiments on violent criminals to observe the effects of banana fish. So that's nice. So what this guy, what this person does, they use this brainwashed drug on violent people, violent criminals, just to be like, hey, look, let's get the effects of this drug. I know, let's use it on violent people. What? 
Excuse me. Okay, and uh. Oh, this is uh. Okay, so there's this person, Blanca, the alias of Sergei Verishkov, a Kazakh, um, a Kazakh assassin and former KGB lieutenant who defected from the Soviet Union after his wife, a political dissenter, is murdered. Prior to the events of the series, he is employed by Goldstein to train Ash to become Goldstein's heir. He subs, he subs. Subsequently retires to the Caribbean, but is called out of retirement by Goldstein to capture Ash, a highly effective killer who dutifully carries out any contract he is hired for. He is hired by Yute Long to murder E.G., but refuses to do so and become part of Ash's gang later on. And then there's another person called Eduardo Fox, who is a sadistic mercenary and former member of the French Foreign Legion hired by Goldstein to capture Ash. Goddamn. Uh, ooh. So... Chinese Mafia. Nah. Wow, okay. That's crazy. So so there's part of, there's other gangs that actually uh that join Ash later on. So we're good. Now let's get into the media. Let's see what. Let's see how people really like the anime and the manga. Banana Fish was first published in May 1985 in a supplementary issue of Shoujo Comic and ran until April 1994. Damn, dude, 11 years. The series was collected in Japan as 19 and a 19 Tankoban and 11 Bunkoban, published by Shoga Kukan. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I can't apologize enough. <laughs> Who also published an official art book titled Angel Eyes, as well as Rebirth, the, B- the Banana Fish official guidebook. Okay. Oh, then America published, Amer- North American publisher Viz Media also created things. So this this gives uh, release dates for the manga and shit. Damn, dude, my good. So, okay, well, now there's, now I'm getting to a point with the side stories. A total of five side stories were published. In Japan, these stories were collected in a single bunko bond titled Another Story, while the 19th volume of the Viz Media English Language Transition includes Angel Eyes and Garden of Light. And the fi- there's Flyboy in the Sky, Ua, Banana. Jesus, dude, I can't scroll down because... Private Opinion, Angel Eyes, Garden of Light. There we go. Those are the five side stories. So it's Banana Fish, and then there's a bunch of side stories off of Banana Fish itself. Wow. Okay. So other adaptations. A radio um, adaptation was produced by NHK in 1996 featuring Kuzuhiku Inua. Jesus Christ. As a voice of E.G. and... Toru Furusawa as the voice of Ash. The adaptation was released on CD as Banana Fish Part 1 through 3. A theoretical adaptation of Banana Fish directed by Akira Furukawa and with a script by Kano Shinotaru was was produced in 2012 by a theater company named Exile. Oh, here we go. Reception and Legacy. Banana Fish has received critical and commercial acclaim and has sold over 11 million copies. 
in a 50 best manga poll conducted by the magazine Comic Link in 1998, Banana Fish was ranked to it. So Banana Fish has received received critical and commercial acclaim and sold over 11 million copies. In 1998, out of the 50 best manga, Banana Fish ranked number one. That's fucking insane, dude. This anime sounds absolutely insane. I actually want to watch it now. While ostensibly a shoujo manga, Banana Fish, Banana Fish's dense plot, heavy dialogue, and extensive action sequence led it to attract a sizable male and adult female fan base. When syndicated in North American magazine Pope, it was marketed as a cyanide scent um, series. Frederick L. Short ad- identifies Banana Fish as one of the few girls manga a red-blooded Japanese male adult could admit to reading without blessing Yoshida while adhering to the conventions of girls comics and her emphasis on gay male love made this possible by eschewing flowers and bug eyes in favor of tight bold strokes, action scenes, and speed lines. Depiction of homosexuality. Banana Fish is regarded as an influential work in the boys' love genre and is frequently categorized as such. Though the central relationship between Ash and E.G. is never depicted as overly romantic or sexual, the series has been praised by Frederick Short for its positive depiction of same-sex relationship. Wow, dude. So, apparently, Banana Fish is like a fucking, like a rock in the boys of genre. So, it's apparently Banana Fish is just an influential piece of work in same-sex relationships. That's fucking great, dude. An anime that was made that long ago that centers around same-sex relationships, that's actually insane. And it was recepted well and was the number one best manga in 1998. That's insane. Because nowadays, you get people who are like, Oh, dude, same-sex relationships. Eh, no, you shouldn't be together. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Are you, are you doing same-sex relationships? No. Then fucking shut your mouth, dude. Let people do. Let gay let gay people do whatever they want to do. Let transgenders and do... Or people... Or whatever they do. Let them do whatever they want. Obviously, it's how they feel. Why do, why does it bother you so much? Why does it bother you if two men want to be together? Or two women want to be be together why does it bother you if a man thinks he's a female or a female thinks they're a man why does it bother you so much and this manga was made in 1998 it was the best manga and is an influential piece of work but nowadays in 2018 you get this shit and it doesn't make any type of fucking sense dude i'm telling you man i'm telling you i'm telling you it's fucking ugh. So, Carl Gustav Horn, an editor of the English language transition of Banana Fish, there's nothing wrong with manga that makes eroticism and, te- and teasing the focus. But if you want to make character and narrative your focus, I think you have to show some self-discipline as a creator. If you do so, you may also achieve more, pro- more, more profound effects than if you just went for the fan service and easy throws. I think some Banana Fish fans would argue that Ash and Eiji's relationship ends up being much more romantic because Yoshida places the emphasis on the struggles they face together, not the snuggles. Well, it's got some points there, but I don't think a lot of people agree with him. So, uh, you hit what he says is like 50-50. Uh, I mean, 
I don't know. I think having self having self discipline as a creator is good, but sometimes you gotta make your point across without making it so goddamn obvious. I don't know. I actually want I actually want to read the manga and see for myself. Um. Oh, this little snip. But this I'm at the end of the article right now. Oh. What? Okay, I'm gonna read this, and it's fucking weird, dude. And I, mm, no, male male sex in the series is limited exclusively to acts of sexual violence and rape. Though comic, oh no, though critics have commended the series' depiction of rape as universally negative and traumatic, contrasting to the common theme of rape fantasies and yao. So apparently the, the the male male sex relation sex relation parts in the series that happened is acts of rape and sexual violence. But apparently the series depicts rape and the sexual violence as it should be which is fucking horrible negative traumatic and should never fucking happen and uh, apparently how they depicted the se- how they depicted sexual violence and rape in this series is different than other animes which have a common theme of rape fantasy okay you know what GG Paul champ to banana fish for making rape just not another common theme of rape fantasy. Thank you for making it fucking as it should be, which is bad and horrible. Should never happen. And to all the animes out there that have a, a surprisingly to me, a common theme of rape fantasy... And, and Yao, it's it's spelled Y-A-O-I. If you know how to pronounce that and you know what that means, then you... I, I don't know. But it says contrasting... It says, commended the series depiction of rape as universally, universally negative and traumatic. Which is how it is. Rape and sexual violence is negative and traumatizing all around. But it says contrasting the common theme of rape fantasy... What the fuck? What the fuck? A common theme of rape fantasy? So, rape fantasy is fucking common, dude? Hell no. Y'all motherfuckers need to go. Y'all make... I gotta... I gotta... Y'all make this shit... Fucking common? Y'all motherfuckers gotta go, dude. Y'all motherfuckers gotta get the fuck... Y'all, y'all gotta get out of here. Jesus Christ, dude. That just made me mad. Common theme of rape fantasy. Jesus Christ, dude. Well, that's Banana Fish. Basically, I just summed up the anime. Read off the characters. The important characters. Read what the media thinks. The legacy and everything else. And found out that there's a there's, there's supposedly a common theme of rape fantasy. Wow, dude. Okay, so 
if Banana Fish sounds like an anime that you would enjoy or that you would find interesting, I would highly suggest you watch it. Uh, the anime was released in July of 6, and apparently there's like, I think there's 24 episodes. Did I say 24? Okay, yeah, it says July 5th, 2018, episodes 24. So, apparently there's 24 episodes. If you guys want to watch it, I it might be on Crunchyroll. I don't know if it's on Hulu. It might be on Crunchyroll or some other sites. I don't know. But I actually want to watch this. It sounds it sounds good. And the plot and the dialogue and the density of all of it, I actually want to watch it. It actually sounds pretty good. And I actually want to watch the, I actually want to read the, anime, the manga. But I'm going to do my best to find the anime. And if, when I do watch it, I will give you guys, I will make an episode on my thoughts and opinion on the anime itself. So, if you, this sounds like an anime for you, definitely watch it. Banana Fish. Um, B-A-N-A-N-A. Fish. You know. And, uh, yeah. Make sure you guys definitely watch that shit. It sounds epic. And... I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look that shit up. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode because you know we we landed back at UHAQ, Universe Anime's headquarters. We just landed, you know, because our rocket ship is more advanced than anything in this world. We can land our rocket ships. We don't need to destroy them and anything else. So we landed. Everybody, unbuckle your seatbelts. Take the helmet off. Take the suit off. If you rented the suit and the helmet, you know what? You know what, dude? You get your money back. Today's today's rent for your suits is on me today. I'm paying for everybody's rented suit. If you have your own suit, GG's to you. But anybody who rented out a suit today, I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you so much. Your suit and everything else is on me. If you guys enjoyed the anime, uh, the episode, make sure you guys hit that applause and make sure you guys hit that favorite if you guys enjoy my podcast. And uh, yeah, the What Is series is back. Uh, so, and I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try to post episodes every couple days, uh, and not like once or twice a month. I'm gonna try to do it every couple days. So yeah, first episode back in the What Is series anime anime not talking about games because i am going to be doing what is i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be starting a what is series for video games to you know i got my ua gaming section you know, I, you know ua gaming and uh i already have a few games that i wanted that i got to choose for my first episode of what is for a game actually no i did a what is for doki doki literature club for my 50th episode so i gotta make up an episode two so i gotta pick a game for that but yeah that's banana fish i hope you guys enjoyed the episode and i'm gonna see y'all In the next one, I'm out.